Hello and welcome to episode 40 of the Knitting on the Run podcast, where it's always knitting and running in 30 minutes or less. Today is Tuesday, June 12, 2018, and segments this week include thank yous, whips, FOs, spinning, and on the run. First off, I have a few thank yous. I want to say thank you so much to all of you, my listeners, for your patience with our wonky recording schedule the past few weeks. Our house got wiped out by a virus, or possibly two. Um, We are currently improving. We're down to one toddler with conjunctivitis. That is a great improvement. Those of you who've ever tried to wrestle medicine into a toddler's eye truly understand what I mean when I say, that's an improvement. You can imagine what it was like before, huh? (laughs) But we are definitely on the mend, so... Also, I wanted to say a huge thanks to Tracy and Barb for mentioning my show on their podcast, Two Knitlet Chicks. I've been a listener of theirs for years, and being a bit of an introvert, I'm usually just a lurker on their boards on Ravelry, but I love, love, love books, so I always enjoy, um, I always look forward to listening to what they're reading and hearing about the books they're reading. If you love reading and knitting, please go subscribe to them right now. You won't be disappointed. Also, Thank you both ladies for enabling my love of true crime. My husband doesn't get it quite, but you lovely ladies do. And um, although after all the true crime stuff I've read recently, I'm seriously debating some karate or self-defenseless. <laughs> In FOs, well, thanks to my long recording delay, I have three. So first off is the shawl, the addition by subtraction mystery knit-along, and I am done. I really enjoyed this knit-along. If I'd known in advance what the patterns would be within the shawl, I would have chosen different yarns, but even so, I still really enjoyed it. I knit this in four colors of three different yarns. The light purple uh, that you'll see in the picture I'm including in the show notes is Ito Yarns Washi, the crocus colorway, which is a pale purple. It's a Japanese-style paper yarn. Yes, paper actually made of paper. It's a lace weight, and I held it double. The dark gray yarn is Ito Yarns Kinu, which is a lace weight silk in their gray colorway. I also held it double. The pink was Ito Yarns Kinu in the plum colorway. I don't know why it's called plum. Are, are plums perhaps pink in Japan? I don't know. The ones that I grew as kids in my parents' backyard were deep purple. But, you know, I know they do come in other colors, so... Uh, also, uh, the last color I used, that zany colorway, is a fingering weight cotton named Your Crazy is Showing from Birdie's Knits. And honestly, it was my favorite of these four. It's a crazy combination of every color you can imagine, but it looks really beautiful, especially up against um, solids or, or more, tonal, more tonal colorways. Um, so it's the silk and paper yarns that caused me a little bit of a headache, given that they have absolutely no stretch to them at all. Um... But I learned how to knit the textured sections of the shawl more loosely than normal, and it worked out nicely, and, you know, blocking it, it came out just fine. Um, but, yeah, given that there's a slip stitch pattern, and then there is um, a, a kind of an, a unique stitch pattern, I'll, I don't want to describe it and give the secret sauce away because it's a paid-for pattern, but um, I definitely would have picked a, a stretchier, and even a cotton would have been stretchier. Um but I still really enjoyed it, and I would definitely knit this pattern again. It was a lot of fun, and the murder mystery aspect of it, too. Each clue, in addition to one section of the shawl, gave you one section of the story, and it was a lot of fun. Um, and thanks to having so much yarn held double, this shawl gave me 
1,712 and change meters for stash dash. Um, that brings my total stash dash so far to um, 3,137 meters. You'll hear more about the rest of that in a second. So, um, secondly, I finished the first sock of my 52, 52 stitch, excuse me, vanilla sock. I used the Fish Lips Kiss Heel, and so far it seems to be the best fitting sock I've knit. I've started the second sock, and I can't wait till the second's done, and I can wear them around a bit to make sure they fit. I'm really excited to have socks that actually fit my feet. Yay! Um, lastly, the third FO I have since we last podcasted, um, I finished spinning four ounces of Easy Spin Cotton from Hip Strings. And a quick aside, if you're looking to learn short staple fibers, uh, I definitely would recommend starting with Easy Spin Cotton. Um, I know I've talked about this before, so I'm not going to go into the whole spiel about it, but basically it has more crimp left in it than most other cottons or pretty much all other commercially prepared cottons. So it will help you learn much more easily than regular cotton, kind of to give it as a stepping stone into our regular cotton sliver. Um, this was a two-ply, and I ended up with 518 yards of fingering weight. So with the new orifice rule, meaning however much it goes to the orifice, so both singles and then plus the ply, um, that gives me uh, 1,423 meters and a little change for stash dash. So I'm excited. I am already past the 3K mark for stash dash, so yay! So, thanks to our hiatus, I have several whips, despite all the illness in my house. First up, I have pulled back out the Here Be Dragon shawl, or I think I'm actually calling it the Green Dragon sweater. It's back. The actual pattern name is the Dancing Dragon's Coat, and that's by Heike Campbell. And I haven't worked on that at all since my finger injury derailed me a few months ago. It felt so good to work on something a bit more complicated than just, you know, garter stitch or, or you know, stocking it in the round. And this weekend, I started the third dragon's head on the back. Uh, based on my height, it looks like there's going to be four total. I want this coat to be a little bit below my butt, but not too low. I'm knitting it up in B-Sweet's bamboo. It's 100% bamboo. So I know it will grow a little thanks to the fiber content. But since it's knit in pieces, that should alleviate that to a small degree. Not as much as safe or knit in the round, I believe. I'm looking to wear this as an outer layer in the spring and fall, and as an indoor layer in the winter here in New England, like over a long sleeve t-shirt or something like that. And it is a lot of fun to be knitting this again. I've put a couple more rows onto my Changing Staircases shawl, and that's a pattern by Jenga Knits. This is a shawl inspired by the Harry Potter books, the way the staircases are constantly changing. And I'm working on it in Musu, which is also 100% bamboo, and that's a yarn from The Fiber Lady. I'm about 75% done, so I'm hoping to finish soon. I'm working, as I mentioned earlier, on the second of my 52-stitch sock. I'm on the foot, and I'm going, 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 and haiku's kobasi. It's my car knitting and my purse knitting, and hopefully it'll be done soon, because I'm looking forward to having a pair of socks that fit. And lastly, I have the Blue Dahlia pattern by Brenda York, and this is a shawl pattern I started a while back and put away when my hands started hurting. The first section, well, I should say it's a triangular shawl, and you start at the top and work down, and the first section is garter stitch, and then it transitions to um, a stockinette, a large stockinette edging with color work with a floral um, pattern, so I'm really looking forward to that. 
I'm working on it in Juniper Moon Farms Nev in the Lagoon colorway, and that is a 100% cotton yarn, but it's a chainette construction, so it's a bit lighter, quite a bit lighter than your average uh, cotton yarn turns out to be. And this is some yarn that I picked up from my local yarn store that uh, closed over the Christmas holidays. I'm currently hmm, probably about 75% of the way through the garter stitch section, so I hope to be on to the stranded color work soon. Spinning! Well, there has been lots of spinning. I finally figured out my wheel. Yay! So in addition to the four ounces that I finished earlier, I've also started spinning two ounces of one of my Cotton Club shipments from Hipstrings. If I remember correctly, this one is named Dewdrops. I can't find the card that came with it. Jill used a really interesting technique to make this over the winter. Um, she used snow, melting snow, to dye it, and it makes it, the colorway really unique. It's mostly whites and um, purples, and a little bit of blue. And there's drops of sort of a greenish-yellow in spurts throughout, so it was like, um, like the uh, what she mentioned in her description is to picture the spring, um, the greening of the spring starting to pop through the snow, and I'm enjoying it. I'm about... I'm a little over halfway through. I just started the second bobbin. I'm going to be making a two-ply yarn out of this. And in my next yarn, I'm going to work up another one of Jill's colors probably in the next couple weeks. And I'm going to be trying a three-ply yarn with that to figure out what my knitting preference is because I am seriously considered embarking on spinning for my first garment. I am loving this spinning thing. It is so much fun and I can't wait to actually use my hand spun. On the run. So, um, running has pretty much disappeared the last 10 days. So first off, um, I got sick and then qu followed quickly by my six-year-old. Um, very sick. I got hit probably the worst. Um, I called for backup and I need to say a huge thank you to my mom and dad for coming over to watch the boys for two days and actually let me rest. Um, those of you who've ever been a stay-at-home parent know that you don't get sick days. Even when you've got the flu, you still have to care for the kids and get three meals on the table every day. So just you know, actually being able to lie in bed and rest for a day or two was amazing. And I definitely get better a lot faster. Thank you so much, mom and dad. And because of all this and all this illness, I haven't run. It's been a good 10 days, maybe more. I'm hoping to get back in the saddle again, maybe tomorrow, if my little guy is up to a few miles in the stroller. I'd been planning on running a 10K in two weeks, a little under two weeks, but that is a bit uncertain right now. I never got my six-mile run in last weekend because I wasn't feeling good. And, um, the boys were still a little bit off, and that was going to be my last big run before the 10K. Um, the 10K is 6.2 miles. So the longest run I've done up to now was about a little over two weeks ago, and that was five and a half miles. If it had been a little bit sooner, even only one week ago, I'd say I'd probably be in shape for it, but I'm nervous. Four weeks is a bit much between your last long run and a race at, a, at this sort of a distance. So, yeah, there is a 5K walk option, which I'm debating. But the reason I love doing this run, it's called the Chatham Harbor Run, is the 10K takes a beautiful route right along the shore. It's one of my favorite places to run. It's right along the shores of um, Chatham, Massachusetts, past some amazing views. You go by beaches and cliffs. There's an amazing lighthouse, offshore barrier islands. And also you go past some amazing mansions with the most beautiful hydrangea, blue hydrangea line walkways you've ever seen. They call it Shore Road. It's just gorgeous and it's one of my favorite places to run in the summer and I'd much rather do the 10k because the 5k just winds through the regular areas of town and no offense to Chatham I love Chatham my mom grew up there but I spent all my life 
run walking and running around main parts of downtown and you know it's just a typical you know Cape Cod town it's beautiful don't get me wrong you know no shade on Chatham here but the 10k course is much prettier <laughs> so we'll see we'll see what I'm up to I'll, I'll let you know when I decide if I decide but uh yeah, a little off course, so no strength training, no running, no nothing. I'm sure I've lost a good deal of my fitness. So time to start just, you know, just slowly ramping it back up again. Slow and steady, stay healthy, and don't push too hard, and um, don't want to get injured again. That's the plan. And I do want to issue just a very quick reminder. The Be a Helper Cal is still ongoing all summer long. It runs to August 31st. Uh, it is open to anything you make for any charity. You are not restricted to the traditional Ravelry crafts, even though I'm running the contest on Ravelry. Just, it's an easy place for me to keep track of what people are posting. So anything you make for any charity, just post a picture and tell us who you're sending it to in the FO thread or donate blood to the Red Cross or if you have a local organization, that works too. And post a picture, you know, you in the chair, you drinking your OJ, you with the Band-Aid, you know, a, whatever you're comfortable with basically post a picture of you after giving blood that counts as well uh i don't think we have any fo's yet but i'm looking forward to seeing some of them to keep up the great work we had some really nice ones last time and i can't wait to see what you're doing so i'm going to cut it short here i'm gonna need to leave soon to pick up my toddler or sorry pick up my older son from kindergarten plus since we've all been sick i haven't had a chance to research any um running health things for you folks. So that will be coming back hopefully next week. My plan is to record on schedule next week. Uh, next week is my kindergartner's last partial week of school. This is his last full week of school. So my recording schedule for the summer could be interesting. It will depend on how the toddler naps and if I can sneak away for 15-20 minutes from the kindergartner, I might have to put him in front of an episode of television or something to get a few minutes to record. But we'll see what we can do. I will try to record as regularly as I can over the course of the summer. Um, my kindergartner is going to go to a day camp for a couple weeks, spread out through the summer, so that will make life a little bit easier. But on the weeks where he doesn't have camp, I can't guarantee I'll be recording, but I will definitely try my hardest. And hopefully I will be talking to you folks again soon. Keep those needles and legs moving. Bye-bye. I can be found as Windswept Monique on Ravelry and Instagram. Or you could email me at windswept.monique at gmail.com. Or visit my new website, windswepknits.com, to stream the podcast or read the show notes.